Hello, yes, this is he. Yes. Yes. Uh, anytime. Yeah, that would work. Oh, hi. This is the Futurama Sprocket. I'm ranking every Futurama episode best to worst. I'm up to season two, episode eight, Raging Bender. This is the one where Bender is a wrestler. Even though Raging Bull is a boxing movie, but it's okay. It's okay. Hey, you know what we get right at the beginning of this episode is a little brain slug action. Everybody loves those brain slugs. It's like the hypno-toad. It's a brain slug. Um, This is one of those running jokes I don't think is too interesting. I mean, it's a fun sci-fi concept is this brain parasite alien, but all they really do is make people stand there mouth agape, and then uh, the joke is that they take over your brain, and they don't really do anything with it here. Maybe they do something with it over there, but not so here. You also get the uh, trademark Futurama opening montage of three funny things, and this time it's movie posters, because they've gone, the Planet Express crew, to the movies to see a film. Remember that? Another outdated reference in a Futurama episode, movie theaters. Um, you get a lot of jokes about like, haha, Bender's eating popcorn with oil on it because he is a robot. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. I do like the uh, Fry ordering a very small cup of soda and then walking <laughs> very slowly and then tripping and spilling it on himself. They always put a lot of effort into the physical comedy around Fry being an inept idiot. Uh, and it works here. And then they're all, they all sit down and they're going to watch a movie. And it starts on its very Bond homage. Lady robots in front of like lava lamp texture. Um, they do this like Bond ripoff music. And I'm always fascinated by the music in TV shows and stuff where it's just a few notes out. There's got to be some algorithm where it can it can be a certain number of notes off of what it actually is and you're, you're squeaky clean. And this gets about as close as I've ever heard. This just sounds like the Bond music, but it's just a little bit different. Otherwise, I don't think this credit sequence is very funny. It's just uh, all the cast and crew is just like script by script writing robot number seven. And it's just that joke. And that's fine. That's all right. But anyway, uh, they see a newsreel beforehand, which is funny. And uh, it talks about robot wrestling, of course. And then look who just happens to sit down in front of Bender at the movie theater. It's the robot that was wrestling in the newsreel, voiced by Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny is great. He is SpongeBob. Um, This whole plot is pretty forced. This isn't a great episode. I don't know if I said that yet. This episode's not great. Um, What you have here is Bender inadvertently KOing Tom Kenny robot, and then a wrestling promoter who just happened to be in the crowd at the movie theater saying, son, I want you to wrestle for us. And then Leela takes Bender... Okay, are you mapping this out? Get your chalkboard. Leela takes Bender under her wing because Leela was in an orphanage as a child and she had this, like, sensei man who hated women, so she learned to fight via the sensei, but now she's, like, wanting to get back at the sensei because the sensei... Well, we don't know what's going on with the sensei, but anyway, Leela thinks she's good at fighting and she is because she went to an orphanage. And anyway, so now she's going to teach Bender how to be a wrestling robot. It's a great, wow, perfect execution. Um, they really knocked it out of the park. I'm sorry I'm being so flippant and sarcastic. I didn't mean it, uh, but this episode is bad. Um, I feel like this whole episode exists 
for the from and made of parts unknown, which is like when he's introducing the robot. And I feel like that is all you need out of this episode. You've done it. You can uh, order that off the menu and be satisfied and you can save yourself 21 minutes, 55 seconds. Um, there's this aspect to this episode. This is just, it's just having fun with wrestling basically is what this episode is. There's this aspect of it where Bender realizes that wrestling is fake. And I find it interesting that they frame this in the episode as like a scam, like they're scamming people. I always figured wrestling being fake was just in the, to create storylines, to have them be able to tell the stories they want to tell through wrestling. And I think that would be a lot harder if, you know, you don't know who's going to win a match or it could be more interesting, I guess, if you don't know who's going to win a match. But anyway, but it's uh, the, the way it is presented here. It's like his promoter is like working people over, uh, which I think is kind of interesting. I don't know if I'm wrong or if this is like an outdated notion of wrestling or I don't know what, but uh, I guess wrestling today doesn't really resemble wrestling, the wrestling that they are parodying, parroting, parodying, here. I'm going to have trouble with that word every single time. Mm-mm-mm. There's no parrot in this episode, but there are a bunch of fake wrestler robots. The foreigner, blah, 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 which is fine. You know, you get your montage of three funny robots, but I find it's so hard to tell this from actual wrestling of the era or like 80s wrestling, which is, I feel like what they're going after here, that it's kind of, it doesn't really ring as like funny jokes. It's just them showing wrestling um like the chain smoker is a robot who smokes which isn't that funny and it's only really funny if you realize or if you're in on like haha wrestling used to be stupid but without that i feel like you wouldn't have this anyway so it's just like boy master fnog is a bad asian stereotype character in a show that seems to have a lot of bad asian stereotype characters i don't know what's going on there why i think billy west does a lot of these characters and i'm i'm it hurts me inside that he just does like bad bad old chinese man thing going on here with this sensei master fnog character uh it doesn't feel good Mm-mm-mm. But it all culminates in this uh, bout between Bender and the Crushinator, or whatever his name is. And you get Rich Little, who is, I assume, a sports personality. I don't know who Rich Little is, but he has one of my favorite lines in the whole series. Interesting, if true. The way he delivers that line is great. And it's a great thing to say. It's a great quotable quote. Uh... And also, George Foreman is there, I guess, so they can make a George Foreman grill joke, which they do. And then there is this joke that just kind of typifies my problems with the writing in this episode, which is that Professor Farnsworth is looking at the program, because he's in the audience, for this wrestling bout. And he says, let me put on my reading glasses. And then he puts on much larger glasses that poke through the program, his paper program he's holding, and he says, Zoidberg, there's a lovely picture of you in here. And then it cuts and it's just Zoidberg. But wouldn't the joke be that he has bad eyesight and it's someone else? Which isn't a funny joke, but wouldn't that be the joke? Because the joke here is just that he has bad eyesight, but he has glasses on so he can see. But then he thinks Zoidberg's in the program. It's a, it doesn't hold together as a joke. Uh, it's pretty rough. Uh, the plot resolves at the end of this episode, though. Um bad episode 
sorry, this is not working for me. Uh, the quality of the show in this span, <clears throat> the next five episodes or so, is pretty rough. Not gonna lie to you, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty up and down. There's some winners in there, but uh, this is not one of them. This is a loser. And uh, let me figure out where I'm gonna put it. Here is the list so far. Ahem. Ahem. Hell's other robots, fry in the swarm factory, put your head on my shoulder, my three sons, the series has landed, a big piece of garbage, a head in the poles, one alien stack, loves labor's lost in space, fear robot planet, a flight to remember, official of dollars, Xmas story, Brannigan, begin again, why must I be a crustacean in love, space pilot 3000, my roommate, my second animation, the lesser of two evils, and Mars University. And Mars University. Featuring a monkey, a hat. Um, this is better than the lesser of two evil. I'll, um, I'm going to put this above I roommate, I think. Nah, yes, above I roommate. Right below Space Valley 3000. And that's all she wrote. And I hope next episode is better, but it might not be. You never know in this crazy world of Futurama sprockets. But join us then when Amy and Leela fight over the last temple. <laughs>